Welcome to session 11. We are global recruitment experts, entrepreneurs, and founders of 1111 Group of Companies. We are Tess and Alicia, and we deliver insider information and actionable practices to guide you through the ins and outs of your career journey. We are joined by thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they share exclusive tips to inspire personal growth and career development, bringing you one step closer to your purpose. Hello. Hello, Alicia. (laughs) It's session 11 time. It is session 11 time. And you know, when I pulled up here, it was 11-11. You're kidding. Never gets old. (laughs) How did you just tell me that right now? (laughs) It never gets old. Awesome. This is actually our first time. We're in a professional recording studio right now. Yes, we've really kicked it up a notch. We have kicked it up a notch. And this is my first time. You've been in here before, but this is really cool. Yeah, it's so great. It's inspiring me to be more professional. Like, Really? We're not drinking. Yes. We're not in your bed. We're not in my bed recording this on our laptops. Yes. We both have our shirts on. We both have our shirts on. Sometimes (laughs) we would record and one of us would take our shirts off because we'd get so sweaty. (laughs) But we're not going to do that here. We actually have, (laughs) we have somebody who's helping us with the recording. We're not going to traumatize him. (laughs) Okay, so what are we talking about today, Tess? Okay, so today we're going to talk about how to land an interview. So right now in this moment of time, we're seeing a lot of layoffs Mm -hmm. and furloughs, uh, particularly in the tech industry. But this is something that happens always, right? Companies grow, they scale too fast, or they scale and then something happens and they have to pivot and they need to downsize. So we know this is something that is a regular occurrence in the workforce. It's a regular occurrence. And right now, it's such a strange time in the job market. I feel like there are some industries are hiring like crazy. Some, as you just mentioned, are scaling back, going through layoffs. There's so many candidates on the market right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the biggest pieces of feedback that we get from candidates and we speak to, as you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds a year is that it's really challenging just to get your foot in the door, just to get the opportunity to speak to a hiring manager because you're competing against hundreds of other people that are submitting applications. And and this is the feedback that we get from people, whether they're entry level or C-suite. It is a competitive time and it's a competitive way to be applying, right? Because yes. typically it's just online, which is, which is challenging. Completely agree. And I think that's some of the biggest value that working with a headhunter or recruiter can bring is because sometimes they can just get your foot in the door. Mm -hmm. They can get your resume directly to the hiring manager, to the CEO, founder, or VP of talent, so your resume gets seen. And so today's focus of this podcast is we want to give you some tips and tricks on how to do that yourself. Exactly. And we're, we're spilling the tea. Filling the team. We're giving the inside scoop. We're going to share our secrets, all of our tips. We are often on the other side reviewing all the all of these resumes. Yeah, so we're going to tell you what the hell we're doing. <laughs> right. I I don't want to get into this now, but I just want to let you know. Yeah. I don't really get that saying spilling the tea. No clue. It doesn't make any sense. I to don't me. know. And so whenever you say it or I hear it, <laughs> how often do I say? You've it? been saying it a lot lately. <laughs> okay, this is good feedback. <laughs> 
you even made a TikTok on 11.11 about Alicia spills the tea. And I was like, <laughs> what the f*** is she talking about? I'm dying. So let's just offline off okay, that. I'm going to okay? Google it because I feel like... And maybe we could circle back on the We're next episode yeah. in case anybody else is wondering what yeah. that means. Yeah. All right? Okay. Thank you for that. Okay. So let's get into it. So before we give you the tips and tricks, we always want to start by talking about mindset and setting yourself up for success. We really believe there is this crucial step of the process of job hunting, um, in the process of truly anything that you're about to take on in your life, but really creating a well-being plan for yourself to support you with your mental health, which ultimately supports your mindset, which ultimately just puts you in a prime position to be successful. So when it comes to job hunting, a couple of the things we really, really recommend, if you find that you're not working at the moment, Set your alarm every morning as if you're going to work. Create some structure in your day. Don't sleep in. Get up and sit at your desk and open up your laptop and use the first one to two hours to maybe fix up your resume or to get feedback on your resume or to connect on LinkedIn or to apply or research jobs. Use the time really structured and put yourself in that mindset of getting up, being in action as if you're going to work. We also recommend creating a support system for yourself. So having, you know, two to three really trusted individuals. These people don't have to be in your family. They can be in your professional network. They can be in your family. They can be friends, people that you admire, people who are where you want to be. So enroll them in your journey. Let them know where you're at, what you're looking for. Ask them to hold you accountable. Ask them to check in on you. Ask them to give you introductions to people that they think would be valuable for you to meet. The third is exercise. And so when I say exercise, <laughs> this could mean a number of different things. And we know from science, we know from quality research that this is a real instrumental part of your success and your well-being. It For your mind, your body, your spirit, exercise could be going to the gym. It could be doing the Peloton. It could be going for a run. It could be going for a walk every day. I like the latter. I'm a walking girl. <laughs> I love to go for a walk every day. And this is a form of exercise. So even if you just go around the block, like get up, go out, move your body in any way that feels really nourishing for you. The next is visualization and meditation. So of course, we're going to mention this. We're huge proponents of meditation and mindfulness. We have a whole other business around it called Chapter 2 Meditation. And we also practice this in our own lives before we do anything. And it's part of our daily routine. And so meditation and particularly visualization can be really powerful in setting yourself up for a successful outcome. So there's guided meditations you can use. There are a lot of apps out there that you can leverage, or you could just simply put the timer on your phone and for two minutes, just sit and breathe, calm your nervous system, allow yourself to visualize yourself getting a interview or landing in the right inbox or mm -hmm. getting that call or getting the job. Just allow yourself to go there. And again, there's so much research into how effective visualization and meditation are to a desired outcome, yes. right? Like it's not, it's not all woo-woo. 
No, very a little bit of woo woo. It a is little bit of but very little of it is woo woo these days, I would say. And there's a reason why every high performing founder and CEO, Oprah, every single top athlete have a meditation practice and a visualization practice. It works. Okay, the next one is mantras and affirmations. So it can be really helpful to just write out a list of five to 10 affirmations to support yourself. So that could look like anything from writing down, I am capable, I am hireable, I am moving towards my dream career, my dream role, anything that will affirm you and that feels realistic to you, right? The trick with affirmations is you've got to be able to get behind them. You've got to be able to digest them. So it might not work for you to write like, I am a multi-billionaire, right? That might Mm. be your system will just be like, what? No, you're not. So say things that you can get behind, right? And that feel good, but they are a little bit of a stretch and we're just rewiring our brains. We're giving ourselves that positive affirmation. We're setting ourselves up for success. And then the last one we recommend from Mindset Hacks is gratitude. So, you know, another beautiful practice is just spending a couple of minutes each day going through in your mind three to five things you're grateful for right now, even when you don't have this job, even when you've been maybe displaced, maybe when you didn't see it coming. Think of a few things that you're grateful for. It's really helpful to write them down or just reflect on them. And again, this is training our brains to look for things that are going right in our world and attract more of that into our world. There's a really great quote that Alicia and I love, and it says, more than education, more than experience, more than training, a person's level of resilience determines who succeeds and who fails. And so these tools and tricks are all around building this resilience, this mental determination to set us up to win. I think this is such a strong differentiator for people in the job hunt. Like I think this sets people apart because sometimes it's a grind. It's a long haul. It's rejection. It is disappointment. It is fear. And when you're walking into an interview armed with those feelings, you can tell, right? It sets you up differently than somebody who is practicing these mindset tools to support them in, you know, what can often be a somewhat traumatic part of your life, right? Having lost a job or being in the position where you need to find a job. So true. Awesome. Really good. Okay. The second thing we want to share when it comes to landing your interview, getting your foot in the door is resume customization. So we get this question a lot. People will spend, you know, two, three, four, 10 hours (laughs) writing a resume. It's not my favorite thing to do either. And then they think they're done. They're like, great. It's perfect. It's ready to go. Here's the thing. Every time you apply to a position, you need to take some time and customize your resume. Now, I did not say lie on your resume. (laughs) I want to clarify. I want you to customize it. So we want it to be really easy for the hiring manager, the person looking at your resume, to see that you are an automatic fit for the position. So this means that using things like keywords in your resume, what's a keyword? 
here's a tip. (laughs) The job description that you found online is your insight into what the hiring manager is thinking and needing. So pour over that. This is your industry, your area of expertise. You know what kind of lingo and words you need to include in your resume so that the hiring manager, when they're reviewing, can pick up on those and they're going to think, okay, they've got those key things that I'm looking for. Here's the other thing that's going to happen. Your resume often is going to be submitted online and Larger companies use what is called an ATS or an applicant tracking system, which is a piece of software that reviews resumes for them. And it's using AI, artificial intelligence, to pull out, again, keywords, things that are matching up against this job description. So another reason why it's really important to customize and use keywords in your resume. And you want to ensure that your job titles are relevant. So, you know, we see a lot, especially in the tech industry or more kind of progressive industries, these really customized kind of fun titles. One that comes to mind would be, what's the one we always use? The ninja. Like technology. Yeah, tech ninja. Uh, Maybe that's a software engineer, but at, you know, ABC technology, they call it. Yes. A tech ninja. Okay, don't put that on your resume. Yes. <laughs> Nobody we don't know what, what the that hell means. that is. Yeah. Yes, it's not matching. The, you know, the ATS isn't picking up on that. The hiring manager is going to spend six seconds. Research shows us that the hiring manager spends six seconds looking at your resume. Don't use titles like that. So you're not lying about your title, but you know what the industry standard is. Make it so it's super clear and relevant to your industry. The last thing that I would suggest is let's say you're applying to a global marketing manager position, but you don't have that exact experience. Let's say you've been a marketing manager for the right amount of years, but you don't necessarily have that global reach. However, maybe you've worked on a project while you were employed that allowed you to work in a global manner. Make sure you're including that. So add a bullet point below that highlights your global experience. So again, it's just making it super easy for the hiring manager to make the connection between your resume, their job description, and what they need. Amazing. So great. Okay. So the next is strategic online applications. There are two points here that I want to call out. We have a list, but here are the two that you need to hear (laughs) today. Slow down, do it correctly. It can be tedious, but follow the instructions, the formatting, complete the full application. Don't skip steps check your grammar, and ensure you're stating accurate facts. A lot of the times these ATS won't put you through unless you've filled out everything correctly. And then once you've done that, the next step and an extra crucial step is use your networking skills. And so don't just simply submit your application. That shouldn't be where you stop. Then once you've done that, look at your circle, look who you're connected to on LinkedIn, and Ask your cousin, your roommate, if you have somebody that works there, ask them to flag your resume to the hiring manager so you can get looked at immediately. This is going to help you get pulled out of that black box and get to the front of the line. It is critical. Do not submit an online application without making one direct connection at that company. Do whatever you need to do. Be bold, get uncomfortable, ask for favors. It really works. It really, really works. Excellent. 
Okay. Our, is this our last point? I think it's our last point. Okay, <laughs> Our last point is networking. Gross. I hate even saying that word. <laughs> it is Tess and I are the recruiters that hate networking. Yeah. Because we picture, what I used to picture was going to a big conference room at a hotel. I walk up, they give me a lanyard. They say, you and Tess cannot sit beside each other. Very <laughs> triggering for me. And then I walk into this giant ballroom and have to sit at a round table with 10 people I don't know. Yes. Nightmare city. It is a nightmare city. And we just received new context about this. Remember that Katie shared for us around our mm. nervous system response doesn't feel safe in that type of environment. And there's usually not enough done to help people feel good, even though we're kind of out there and loud and on social, we're actually both extremely introverted mm -hmm. people. And so we have a very small circle. We have our close friends and family, and that's about it. I am extremely codependent on Tess. <laughs> yes. She can't be out of my sight, especially in that type of environment. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> oh my God. So here's the thing. Here's what we did and here's what um, we have seen a lot of our candidates have success with is really reframing networking. Mm -hmm. Networking is not those uncomfortable situations, you know, having inauthentic, awkward conversations. Networking is creating quality, authentic and lasting connections. So this does not mean you have to go to a specific networking event. Maybe you do, um, but it could also be, you know, when you're reaching out to people and connecting on LinkedIn, do a little bit of reading about them, see where they went to school, see what um, interests or likes they have, what kind of posts are they doing, you know, connect with them on a deeper level, um, something that resonates with you that they've said at an, an event or yes. in a speaking engagement, you know, actually taking the time to see how you can connect with somebody one-on-one. -on -one. And this links back to your point previously around, you know, you need to kind of be bold and get out there a little bit to help right. your resume get noticed and get that connection in a company. But you can still do that in an authentic yes. way. Yes. Right? Yes. It matters so much how you do that. Do you want to talk about, because I love how you talk about this or phrase it, but when you're making an ask or when you're connecting mm -hmm. with somebody, what you should always do. Yes. Yeah. Always, always ask at the end. Thank you so much. And is there anything I can do for you? And I think I spent so long of my career thinking that when I was speaking to somebody who had a higher title than me, I had this belief that there was nothing I could do for them. But there's always something that you can do for somebody else. You might not know, you might not see it, but always ask. And it lands differently on that person because it feels more reciprocal. And it feels like now they're thinking, oh, is there something that this individual can do for me? And it's going to be more of a clean, energetic exchange. And both of you then leave feeling you got something out of it. It's so powerful. I mean, how many times, specifically when we worked in-house for brands that were really desirable, would you get asks to have informational interviews yes. to tell you more about a position, which is great. And you should be doing that. But you have to know that these people are being reached out to all the right. time, right? Yes. And the few times that somebody said, let me know if there's something I can do for you. 
is there something I can offer you? That was game changing. That like stopped yes. us in our tracks. Yeah. Right. Because we're like, what? Let me think about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, they're totally yes. <laughs> amazing. All right. Do you want to recap our tangible takeaways? So we haven't done yes, this in a while. We I always know. like to kind of recap at the end of our episodes, you know, what we want you to take away from from this episode. Yes. And we're so committed to providing value. And Mm -hmm. so from this episode, for your job search to land an interview, here's what we want you to hear. Number one, take the time to build some mindset tools to set you up for success. Number two, resume customization is really key for every role you're applying to. Number three, Be strategic, innovative, and thorough with your online applications. And number four, really important, the new way to network is authentic human connections. Beautiful. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Toodles. Thank you for tuning in to session 11. You can find us on social media at 1111talent or at Chapter 2 Meditation. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Our intention is to provide you with value. So if you got that today, please leave us a review and a rating. It really helps other people discover our potty. Okay, sorry about that. She's Australian. She means podcast. <laughs> <laughs>